A priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. I'm going to do Perfect. Is that perfect or what? With our special guest, Brett Reynolds. So just so the people at home know, Brett knew my name but did not know Justin's name. Well, I didn't met, I have never met Brett in the bathroom the way that you had that special encounter. That's well yeah. That's weird if you say it like that. People didn't hear <laughs> yeah, the other episode where we talked true. about the, that. The first but... episode of them listening. Then that's weird. But there's a story of at a youth rally Brett met Father Sean and Justin, Nolan's son that bears my name, they all hung out that day and I wasn't around. So right. whatever. And then yes. after they left the bathroom he was wondering if I was going uh, number one or number two. I, I bet you you've never in your life imagined that you would say something to somebody like, do you remember me from the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> what a creepy no. thing to say. I know, but it was, I didn't, there was no other way to explain it. Right. I just opened up a seltzer, and it all went all over. Uh, I want, at this point, I had a... a uh, a uh, text conversation with John McQuaid and he did not approve of me playing games while we are recording. I can safely say that I've deleted that game from my iPad and um, you have my full attention. Was it was what uh, coming from a, a, a phone game addict? Was it what, what was the game? Like it was called Panda Pop. Oh, I've seen commercials <laughs> for that. <laughs> I've seen advertisements in other games for Panda Pop. It, yeah, and the Panda Pop Panda is like it, I I I was playing Jurassic Park Challenge, which Park. was like Farmville but for Jurassic Park, and my goal was to get a T Rex, and a T Rex was like three thousand points or whatever it was. So you can pay five dollars and you could get two twenty thousand points, and I'm like I'm not spending money on a free game. Right. So what I did was I noticed that on holidays there were sales, mm. so. I had accrued about 2,000 points or 1,000 points or whatever it was. And then on July 4th, there was a sale. And I bought I bought the T-Rex with the points that I earned. I never spent any money. But okay. in that game, one of the advertisements... As long as you're not spending real money. No, I didn't spend real money. I would never do that. They would have commercials to get points. Like, watch this commercial to get points. One of the commercials was for Panda Pop. And it looked like it was fun. I downloaded it then, and then I started liking Panda Pop much more than I liked Jurassic Park World, because once I got the T-Rex, I felt like, what was the point of doing anything else? It's over. Isn't that sad? Where's yeah. the hobbly? So, <laughs> so, like, when I, 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 didn't, I didn't get into the whole so phone funny. game. I didn't get into the whole phone game thing right away. Like, it took me a while. Like, I never, like, got Candy Crush or anything like that. Uh, Flappy Bird, I, I missed all that, but, like... Once I did, I started playing, and I realized it was in, within the game to play. You had to put up with other advertisements for other games. Like, I hated it. And I would be like, who the heck would download this? It's at the point now where, like, I see a game, and I'm like, that looks like a lot of fun. I might get that one next. <laughs> That's bad. They're, but, some, have, but they're all tricks. Because none of the games are as fun as they look in those commercials while you're playing one game. Right. 
while you're while you're looking for a game that's more fun than the one you're playing. <laughs> it's just a big tease. So my favorite so game. I'm, ever. I'm missing out. Oh, go ahead. My favorite game ever on a computer is <laughs> Red Strike. Red Alert. Something Red Alert. Red Strike. Command and Conquer. Red Alert. That's what it was called. I don't and know you would build is. an army base, and then you'd build like your your you know you'd have your army all set and ready to go, and then like there would be other armies around you, and you would like send your tanks to destroy their like base, while also trying to defend your base. I started playing that game when I was in fifth grade. I loved it, and then until all the updates came for like our computer, and then I we eventually got a Mac. Like I haven't been able to play it. And then I found it. I found it on, on like the App Store. And the problem is, is now every game is like a turn. So like you set everything up, you start building things, and then you have to wait a turn. And then they try to get you to pay money to make your turn go faster. Oh. It just it ruined my childhood. Yeah, it's bad. And you find out a lot of these games are like, it's just like like algorithms and robots, and there's really no like real strategy to them it's all like luck and stuff and that's always disheartening and it's all to get you to buy stuff it's it's it, they're purposely made to be addicting and to get you to buy stuff yeah i I'm, but my I'm willpower very, is very strong yeah i probably have never spent money on a free game either, no i've never ever. i've never spent money on any of these games is it fair to say hq is dead long live hq uh I, I mean, I don't know anyone who... I know one person who plays it still. I still play it. But really? I don't play it, like, every day. Like, it's like I get the notification, and if I'm, like, not doing anything, I'll still play. I have. I don't remember the last time I played HQ. I kind of think I might delete it. The problem with it is that if you, the most you can win is, like, $12. It got too big, too fast. It's, yeah, I don't... I, that's all I talked about for about a month. Well, what's the dead. what's the deal when they have those like big episodes though, where there's like the prize is like five hundred thousand dollars? I mean, that... I have a theory that it's all it's all rigged. Hmm. That there's either bots or there are like people that are part of the system that they win, but they don't really necessarily win. But they don't really necessarily like maybe win. they get paid something. To not to to pretend win, yeah. Or I mean, uh, if Scott Rogowski's playing and Joey Levine and from Smithtown wins five hundred thousand dollars, and all you see is a picture of Joey Levine and it says Smithtown, New York, five hundred thousand dollars, no one's gonna know. Yeah, that would be awful if that was true. But if they got caught, they'd get busted. That's illegal. That's I true. Think. Do you is know it, how's it illegal? Do you know, know anyone who's that movie actually Quiz won? Show? You ever see that movie Quiz thing? Show? No. No. It's a movie about a, 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 like a game show in the I've 50s. I've seen parts of it. And it was rigged. And they, they went to Congress about it. But it was a funny movie, right? I, I mean, it's not funny funny. It has movements that are funny. But it's not really like a comedy. Was it a true story? Yes, it's based on a true story. True story? Oddly enough, oh, speaking, Mike Francesa's coming back. The sports pope returns. What a there's, jerk. No, there's a he's homily a, there. I, I there's actually, something there. 
I actually admitted for a while that, like, on this show that, that I was, like, a, a Francesa fan to a degree. And, uh, the, but this is bad. Like, this is, like, he is a major, major jerkwad for this. He went on a year and a half, like, goodbye tour. Yeah. They named the studio after him. He did all of these things. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm coming back. Because he didn't get what he thought he was going to get. Right. He thought all these other companies were going to give him a show, whatever he wanted. He's taking a pay cut, too. I don't know how that guy could uh, look at himself in the mirror. I mean, the, 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 the replacement show was not good, but... But still, like that's that's just awful. I f- actually feel bad for those people. Do you, you think it's really not bad. good, or you just think they're still finding their? I think it's not good. I think I think Chris Carlin is not good. I think Maggie Gray was the best thing about the show. She is. She's by far the best thing about. The I show. think Bart Scott is okay. I mean, maybe you guys have more of a heart for him because he was a Jet. But I think there's other former players that are out there that would do a better job. Well, Bart Scott, his job is to be like the comic relief. He doesn't seem like he really knows that much about anything but football, though. Yeah, and then when he talks about football, he talks about it in, in, at a depth that's like a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> talks to X and O's. But I like them. I thought they were good enough to listen to. Yeah, I just never liked Chris Carlin, so it was tough. I mean, I would listen to them sometimes, but... I, that being said, I, I still think it's like completely wrong what he did, and I feel bad for them. It's not fair to them that they only got four months to get their show off the ground. Right. Right. They still two hours a day, which is also unfair, because what are you going to do with two hours? Right. Yeah. Everyone gets... It's basically like a, a, a glorified podcast at that point. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe we could be on WFAN. No more FAN. We could fill in an hour slot somewhere. <laughs> when okay. Francesca wants to take a break, okay, okay, okay. I can't wait to. I, I, I will be. I mean, like, I'm gonna listen okay. to his first episode. Definitely. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I've you have to again. hear how he's gonna be like. He's gonna be like, all right, you know, I, I, you know, I came back. I, you know, I did this. I, you know, he's gonna make lie about everything. What do you, what you gonna do? do? What do you gonna do? You know, I, I gave him a shot. They, you know, an FAN, they came begging for me to come back. Okay. You know, what am I going to do? Okay. You know. I said, good, good, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> while, while we're on the topic of sports, do you notice, Nolan, that when we started, well, last time we recorded, between now and then, we talked about how the Mets were doing so well, and then they went on a losing streak. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly where you were going with that. Oh, it's, it's all, I, I know, knew what I, you said. I'm planning my night around watching this game. That that game was going to be a disaster. Yeah. And then I was so I I went to that was. Was the, that was the Monday night game against the Nationals, and I was at um, I went to to Stony Brook to give a talk about the Mass, and then I met up with a friend for uh, for dinner. Um, and I'm watching the game because we were at um, Del Fuego, which that lady tried to kiss me. Remember that? <laughs> that crazy lady that was drunk, she came up, and I was like, okay, you can stand over there. She goes, you have to say hi to my friend. I was like, all right, Joe Moncada, come with me while I go say hi to her friend. Oh, yeah, who, I remember Del Fuego. Yeah, that was, that was weird. That whole situation was super weird. Um, but anyway, uh, we went to that restaurant because it had, I felt like, Mexican food. And uh, they had all sorts of all the games on, and the Mets are up six one. I come back to the rectory, put my TV on, 
they're now up 6-3. I go to the bathroom, start brushing my teeth, start getting ready to go to sleep. I come back, and they're losing 7-6. See, that's why like people are always like, oh, you're so negative when it comes to sports. That's why. Because I said I, I'm very excited to sit at home and watch the Mets. And then I did, and things look great. And then all of a sudden they lose. And I'm like, why can't I just enjoy it? It was Because it was, we're not allowed to. You, you like, it, it's, it's amazing how year after year, like, this stuff comes up. But it's so typical Mets for them to sweep the Nationals in Washington and have a game where they come back and beat them. Only to have the Nationals do the exact same t- thing to them in their own ballpark. Right. Now, right. Th- that, thankfully, they, did, they didn't get the sweep. But if that didn't happen, then it, it then I would have been. Uh, like this is the, the stuff that Yankee fans month. never have to even dream about. They never have to dream about, which then, full circle, as always, makes us good Catholics because we're Met fans. Exactly. We fully understand the cross because yeah. of being a Met fan. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll be right back. And we're back. Segment two of episode 36. The deuce. The untitled Catholic podcast. So Nolan just came up with this idea. First of all, um, Infinity War is coming out on Friday. Is that correct? Yes, I'm seeing it at midnight with Joe Moncada, Father Ralph, um, who is an avid listener. And he desperately wants to be on the show one day. One we can day. have him on. Maybe the the Avengers Infinity War review. Okay. So yeah, if he lists, but he has to don't. We, I won't tell him. He has to listen to this episode and then hear it, and then he could ask us. Okay, deal. And then Paul, who listens to the show too. Your own little version of Earth's Mightiest Heroes, mm-hmm. right there. <laughs> you hear that weird noise? Anyway, so for my first question before we get into the the other question is. So I just watched Ragnarok, which is great. Do I have to see Doctor Strange? Yes. Spider-Man Homecoming? Yes. And Guardians 2? Yes. So I have to watch them all to see and before I would I say the anymore. most important one to see out of all those is Doctor Strange. Just because okay. of the, the connection to Infinity War. And Black Panther's. You have to see all of those movies. You have to see all of those movies. Otherwise, none of it's going to make any sense. I bet if I don't see Guardians of the Galaxy 2, it's going to be fine. Uh, um, Yes and no. It's its own story for sure. But, I mean, I think for... I mean, I'm a completist, so I would would say see it. But I think you could get away with not seeing Spider-Man. Although, it's it's a cool movie, so I would recommend it. All right, so I'm I'm three or four. I so I think I have to dedicate the next two weeks to watch these movies before I see Infinity War. I think that's achievable. Yeah, you so, you have to, but the most of them are on Netflix. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's hard. I'm just saying I have to be able to find two and a half hours a day to watch it. You you ha- you have to see. I've seen all of the movies in um, uh, theaters. You, you, Infinity War is the kind of movie you have to see in theaters. Yeah, but I've seen all of them in theaters. 
So then Nolan posed the question. Oh, and you guys have to see A Quiet Place. That movie was awesome. It's very, really? very Catholic. I heard that. I heard that. I, I, I'll, I'll probably see that on on DVD with Paul. Yeah, the you don't need to. You don't need to see it in the movie <laughs> theater. Paul, yeah, right after you watch it, Paul the Apostle. All right. So I'm you really, don't need I to don't see know. that. I don't see a Star Wars like a, or or Mar- uh, non Star Wars or non Marvel movies in the theaters. <laughs> a movie like A Quiet Place. That's if I have the movie pass, I'm 100 percent seeing. I'm gonna see it again because I have the movie pass. Nice. See, that's what I'm saying. Gosh, I think I should get the movie. Can you pass. take a friend with you, the movie? You pass? have to get the yes, and you can get discounted pricing depending on what theater you go to. Because the movie pass is like a, a debit card. So you have fifteen dollars on it. So if you go at a matinee, then you can apply the other five dollars to the other person's ticket and then mm. so they only pay like six or seven then. Gotcha. So Nolan posed the question, what Avenger is the most Catholic? Is that the question? That that was what I was thinking. Or or yeah, Wh- which Avenger do you think is the most Catholic? And I guess we could also, if we have time, answer the question: Who who would you like? Who do you think would make the best Catholic? But it's kind of the same question. So I think oh, Tony uh, Stark. I think why? Tony Stark is is the most Catholic. Why? Because like I the the clear argument would be that it would be. Um, What's his face? Captain America would be the easy one to say, right? Right, but Captain America, yeah, I think, is Protestant reaction. more than he is Catholic. I think so too, because he he's like very much like the patriotism and the Americanism and and all that kind of stuff, and and he's like he's he's not like an Irish kid or something like that, like where you would be like, oh, Irish Catholic, you know what I mean? Like he yeah. says he talks about God and America, but he never talks about like. The church or anything like that. Tony Stark is the most Catholic because Tony Stark is like very broken, and I feel like as Catholics we we really much and we really embrace the brokenness and our mistakes and our fallen nature, and then that you know we go to confession and all that other kind of stuff, and and you know whereas Protestants tend to talk about like being saved and like oh you, you you've been saved you know I've accepted Jesus and then like. It's everything's different after that. Whereas Tony Stark's like still learning, still growing, and I feel like there's something very Catholic about that. And and he he goes through an experience where he like he recognizes he has he's always thought of himself as having something to offer the world, but it's right. always been on his terms. And you know, in the course of the movies, he kind of you know he changes his philosophy and he he um, you know you really very much so uses his gifts for for good and right. And, to 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 and 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 he sacrifices himself quite often actually more right. than i think any other character in the and movies. he embraces authority and mm-hmm. when you look at like civil war how he sides yes. with authority even though he might be wrong by doing that because it's government authority not church authority so so uh leading you know believing in the the hierarchy i think is something is very that's very catholic mm-hmm. that's one thing and there was just another thing that i was thinking of that um it was based on what you just said, but I forgot. So if I think about it again, I'll, I'll just chime in. Okay. What about you, Justin? You got any thoughts? Oh, science. Well, science. Um, That's ahead. the other thing. He's very scientific. Shut up, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was going to science. 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 That's what I was going to say. Science. <laughs> See, here's, here's something to bring up, though, Nolan. <coughs> I, I, don't, I don't mind being interrupted because... At least he's paying attention. 
Oh. How about that backhanded compliment? I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm very well, invested right thing. now. Yes, I know. My initial comment was going to... My gut thing was going to say Captain America, but you guys talked me out of it, so I'm all in. Tony Stark. Awesome. Mainly because of the science. You know, I don't... I don't... I'll, th- I'll throw something out here. I mean, I think I would tend to agree with Father Sean, actually. Um, I'm trying to, you know, kind of think of somebody else just to, like, you know, have a have another another person in mind. But I think, if you if you permit me, I mean, I know they're not Avengers, but I think the Guardians, in a way, can kind of represent um, Catholics in that they're all, like, they're all, like, the, the wounded, the broken, the, the, the outcast kind of coming together and and forming a family and uniting under under one cause. That's also pretty... they're from they're different they're different um... species species <laughs> yeah they're different they're different <laughs> groups like you can go into a church and have Italians Polish Irish and it's all the same mass right and and yeah I see and it's all the same mass I see what you're saying I was gonna say there's and they're, they're all they're all, all, all a, they're all a redemption all story too each one of them is like a redemption story because they yes. weren't. You know they. I mean, he's what's her name? Uh, Gamora is the the daughter of the most evil being in the galaxy, and uh, you know Peter Quill is is a is a ravager, and um, you got Groot and and uh, Rocket who are like the last of their kind. So it's uh it's pretty cool there that that they come together and unite for for good. I think that's uh something that the church can certainly do for people. So would you would you be willing to say that? Uh... I am Groot. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say I am Groot. I might say I am Groot. But not de- definitely not I'm Groot. No, definitely not I'm Groot. We are Groot. We are, we Groot. are Groot. That we can agree. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Growing we'll up, right I definitely back. always wanted Spider-Man to be Catholic, though. <laughs> well, he's from Queens. Right. Like, I always then, wanted him to just swing by a church and just, like, sit in front of the tabernacle for a couple minutes before Superman's Catholic, crime. and Man of Steel, he's in the Catholic church talking to a priest. That's true. Yeah, just saying. Just saying. He's a country boy, though. Daredevil's Catholic. Daredevil is very Catholic. We've talked about that. He's, yes. Th- th- story? That's like, that's, like, as Catholic as you're going to get from a superhero movie in modern day. Yeah. And the show... I haven't watched the show, but the I show's good, good. The show's still very haven't good. watched. The rest uh, of the shows are just get taken a really dark turn, though. I haven't. I stopped watching after Daredevil season two. I watched the first ten minutes of the of um, uh, what's his name, Luke Cage, and I was just oh, like, I'm not really that interested. Yeah. And then I kind of gave up, and then Stranger Things came around, and I was like, Oh, this is much better. I still have to watch Stranger Things Dude. season two. I would say it's both fresh and familiar. I've heard that before. <laughs> Three times now. Yeah. Let's take a break. And no way back. Wow, Brett sounds different. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why that was funny. Um, it wasn't. Father, <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I, 
I, I didn't laugh, Justin, but I respect it. Just make just make jokes to to humor yourself. If anyone else I'm so laughs, tired. it's just a bonus. I don't bonus. know where I am anymore. <laughs> it's been a wild week. My my buddy Tom Young's getting married on Saturday, so that'll be fun to see. Shout out to him. Anyway, so speaking of that, Father Sean. Yes. You said that you had the best Sunday ever. Right. For a priest, describe what the best Sunday ever is. The best Sunday ever, I guess. For, they had got donuts after at... mass. <laughs> yeah, you got a Dunkin' and Donuts, and then the Jets won, and Baker Mayfield <laughs> threw seven touchdowns. Or Josh Rosen. I'll be no. Anyway, I'm gonna say going I'm gonna anymore. say Josh Rosen. That's what I'm gonna say, just to be different. And then you you're gonna say Baker Mayfield. Well, I want Baker Mayfield, which means they won't get him. There's no way they pick Baker Mayfield if Rosen is on the board. 100% they do. Really? 100%. They're talking about Mayfield going number one. What? That's, if he goes number one, that's how you know he wasn't the right pick. Because Cleveland... Well, anyway, the best Sunday... <laughs> you digress. The best Sunday that I feel like I've, I've ever had in, in this sense, in this very specific sense, I gave two homilies that were very different because one was for a first communion and that was like during the the 12 o'clock mass and the other was the 5 o'clock mass on Sunday night. So those are the two homilies that I had to give. At the 12 o'clock mass, it was the first communion and so I talked about the Eucharist. I, I did my usual thing trying to convince people that maybe you want to come back like, don't let this be your kid's last communion until confirmation, all that kind of stuff. And I try to give reasons why being Catholic is, is important and, and why it's good. So I basically, it's like Catholicism in 10 minutes or, or, or 15 minutes or whatever. It's like, I'm going to give you everything I can in 15 minutes. I talk a little bit longer for, for that. And I got a call the other day, uh, a, f- a few days after that, that homily, and there was somebody there who said that that was like the third or fourth time he had heard me in a row or something like that, and that he's now um, he's now convinced that he wants to be Catholic. Wow. So that's, that's awesome. that would be good, in and of itself. That's incredible. But at the 5 p.m. mass, since it was Good Shepherd Sunday, I talked about vocation, specifically my vocation. It was the first time I told my vocation story in in its entirety at St. Patrick's and I think probably like only the second time I think I've told the story as a priest. I used to have to talk about it so much when I was a seminarian that once I became a priest I didn't really talk about it as much. So I I talked about my vocation and I, you know, invited anyone who's thinking about the priesthood and you know, I looked out and I saw four four people that I was like two people that I had asked before and then, like, another few people that I thought, you know, I was happy that they were there. So I went all in. Hmm. Sometimes people get mad when you talk about vocations because they feel like you're being um, exclusive, which is, I don't really. There's a word for that. That's never my point. It's that's crazy. Never, that's never yeah. my point. But um, I was going to say it was, it, it's ignorant, but let's go with crazy. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I'm not going to judge the people, but I. I Too uh, late. <laughs> you judged them. I didn't judge them. I just yeah, said I, I don't understand. Um, so afterwards I was talking to one of my friends, Bridget, who was in town and her family and, uh, the pastor here was like summoning me, which I was like, Oh, I thought I was in trouble for something. 
And he's like, he's like, there's a kid waiting for you in the sacristy because he wants to be a priest. Based on that, well, not obviously it's based on God's, but like that homily was like the last, I guess. So what you're saying is you helped God out with that, make the seal the deal. Yeah, I feel like I feel like God (laughs) helped me this weekend to really bring my A game. That's awesome. That's incredible, Father Sean. So that gets me very excited. This is where you can insert the uh, the the applause track into the editing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I could do that now. Let's see. Oh wait, hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Are we serious? I was just joking. Oh, I thought you were looking for a, a applause track. No, I meant like, well, you could keep talking. If no. I found it, we, I would use it, but... No, well, we don't need you distracted again. We've been doing good. Well, I mean, I think uh, I think that's awesome. I think that's, I hope, you know, especially for our, your, your uh, fellow priests who are listening, that um, they realize that, you know, and, and even for me as somebody who does like speaking engagements and stuff, um, a lot of times we get discouraged, feel like what we're saying is not getting through, but... Um, Man, that's that's so worth it, right there for the for that one homily. If 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 those two things come to fruition, and I think it's How? just about being bold and saying what you. Because I could have been like off. Oh, I talked because one time I talked about my vocation, or I talked about vocations last year, and this lady was very mad at me after mass at Saint at the parish. She was very mad, and I was like, so this year I was thinking, well, maybe I shouldn't say it, and I was like, no, I'm just gonna go for it. Go for the jugular. How old was the kid that mentioned the priesthood? Going into college. Wow. Wow. That's that's pretty amazing. I had mentioned stuff to this kid once or twice before. I, I'd like to do... When Senior McDonald has the very direct attack, and I like to do the slow burn. Yeah. I'm all about the slow burn. What would Monsignor McDonald say to the people that say uh, that you shouldn't talk about vocations? What? They don't don't listen to them. They're crazy. Don't, Sean, don't listen to them. <laughs> if if you don't if if you don't say something, nobody nobody's gonna join. Nobody. <laughs> it's all on the you, priests. The very priesthood is on you. <laughs> it falls apart without you, Father Sean. <laughs> oh. Oh, now he's an old lady with Nolan's impression. <laughs> <laughs> so, really, what you're saying, though, Father Sean, is it's all downhill from here. This no, next think Sunday, about it. Think about this. It Look at it like this it way. This is, I, I'm in. I'm in my third year, right? It's it, the sky's the limit at this point. <laughs> so when this guy, was, when this sorry, kid, that was my Met, that was my Met fame speech. When this kid signs the. Uh, you know the application for the seminary, and gets accepted. You got to take a copy of that bad boy, take it to that lady who gave you problems last year, and say, "That's why I preach about vocations." That lady, I don't even remember what she looks like. <laughs> Find some other lady to do it to, then. Yeah, just, I'll, I, just know, go, I can think of boom! another lady. Did I could I could I'll do it to Becky who works here. She's completely <laughs> innocent of the situation. But I could take out my frustration on her. God bless you, Becky. <laughs> Becky is probably one of our number one fans. 
and one of our ten listeners. Yes, she every year for Christmas I get a, a, a untitled Catholic podcast merch. <laughs> She's been running. I if we put a, secretly running a merch store for the last two years. Yeah, yeah. there's only her, one her of all eBay of these businesses. Things. Her eBay business is booming. I, I little does she know that I will be suing her before I leave for using our likeness <laughs> without my permission. <laughs> we have hundreds of listeners, but a whole mess of people that buy merch. <laughs> I think maybe, you know what I was thinking? Maybe you could run ads on uh, Panda Pop to uh, really reach a new audience. That would be the way. That's the way. We just we partner up with Panda Pop. Or maybe we should develop that a also game sounds app. Yeah, we're like we're like it plays episodes while you play the game, so you have to listen to it. You have to well, no, you to us no, about you Baker have Mayfield. to pay. You have to pay to not hear us talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this is genius. Oh, genius, genius. Well. Congratulations, Father Sean. That's yeah, wonderful. That actually made my day. That Good. Is. I, and now, and now that I guess for me and Justin, we're just waiting for that day when somebody calls one of us and says they're converting be, or becoming a priest because of the podcast. Yeah, that's really my only hope. Well, we got this someone to go to confession because of the podcast. I think that's pretty good. That's actually really good. That's and I, I really, think... but that's another one chalked up to you though. That doesn't count. Why does it not count? You were on that one. episode. Only Nolan doesn't get credit for that one. That's true. I'll take half credit then. Nolan, you're you're you gotta. <laughs> I'm slacking. You're slacking. That's the word I was looking for. Somebody Joe told Montana me we inspired them quotes? to make a better podcast. What was yeah. that? Someone said they ins- we inspired them to make a better podcast to replace ours. That's good. I, no, I would kidding. like that. That's who's, not good. I was gonna say who who said that. No one said that. They're no longer welcome to listen. Just kidding. We need as many listeners as we could get. You're, you're welcome. Please stay. Wouldn't I think this though? If we could get someone to be a priest because of this podcast, that would be pretty impressive. But I'll settle for right now to get somebody to become Catholic because of things we said on this podcast. And I think I think that we have our of all the things that we could do, that might be our best shot. Probably. Maybe Robert Downey Jr. becomes Catholic after this podcast. Do you think he is Catholic? I saw a picture of him once with a John Paul II shirt. That's right. I did see that, too. Maybe he is. I don't know if he practices, but... Right. I don't know. Who knows? We'll have to he get knows. him on the show to talk to him about he it. Knows. That's right. Well, gentlemen, Father Sean, do you have any final questions? No. Nolan? I have nothing to ask either one of you. Nor do I. The question I really want to ask is what games would you recommend for the phone? But I don't want to know. <laughs> That's for next episode. I've been really loving this candle wax thing I got. That's my final question. I got, I got old-fashioned <laughs> shaving cream where you get like a bar of soap and you lather it up and put it on your face. I'm pretty excited about that. There you go. No, what are you excited about in terms of things in your house? Like, That's my final question. Like meaningless things? Yeah. Um, 
Man, I don't know. You caught me off guard with that question. Oh man. Oh good. You you have to. You can think of it another time then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually still thinking about an answer. I'm really, really stumped. All right, before we go, who did the Giants draft? Go. Three, two, one, go. Sam Darnold. Okay. Because then do I we think, have to use that I same logic for... I think the whole Barkley thing is a smokescreen. I think they will really pick him if Sam Darnold is gone. But I think what they want is for the Browns to feel like they have to take Barkley first. I don't want Rosen, so the Jets draft Rosen. That's fine. Follow Sean, go. I said, well, all right, well, I said before that they're going to draft Rosen, so I'm going to stick with that. This time next week, we'll know, and I'm so nervous. I'm watching the draft at a diner before I go to Infinity War. That's going to be a heck of a night. Watching draft at a diner? Why don't you go to, like, a Buffalo Wild Wings? Because the diner's closer to the movie theater. There's got to be a Buffalo Wild Wings by a movie theater. No. There's no Buffalo Wild Wings. And I'd rather go. I'm not eating there because I got invited to go to uh, uh, dinner with somebody who's receiving their confirmation tomorrow. So I didn't want to decline that. So I'm going to a diner. And then at a diner, it'll be quiet. And you could watch it without any. Yeah, but the volume. Yeah, but there'll be no sound. Yeah, but you can't hear anything at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes, you can. For the draft, they'll probably have it blasting. Yeah, yeah they but will. do you really want to listen to Mel Kuyper? No, but yes. He's talking about. For the first three picks, I don't want to listen to him all night, but for the first three picks, i got to find a TV tomorrow. I'm working a show. Just go on the e- watch ESPN app. Well, yeah, I guess I could do that. That stuff never works out for me, though. <laughs> that's because you have problems. That's That it, sounds like a you problem. It, things break, and I don't know. Whatever. All right. Close this thing out, Father Sean. God bless everybody who listened to this podcast. You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.